Greetings and salutations. This is the King of Podcasts. Welcoming you to what is now called, no longer called, King of Podcasts Extra. This show is now called Conform This. Let me explain. So, yes, the show is going to continue to be a program where I will talk about things that I don't have time to talk about on my normal Wrestling Control podcast or Broadcasters podcast. There are just so many things to talk about that I don't want to go and stretch out too far past an hour, an hour and a half to talk about it because it'll get lost in translation. So some of these stories and some other things that I, I want to get on, on my mind and talk and react to, I want to be able to put up. So that's what conform this is about. And conformity, it goes across all different forms, where it's political correctness, whether it's freedom of speech, freedom of thought, and corporate holding people down. Those are the kind of things that are conforming everybody, and we don't need to conform anything. That there has to be a space where people can think for themselves, act for themselves, and take risks, and be, you know, risk takers, and be fearless, and do it. Because that's where some of the best creative, some of the best success stories come from, and people are happier as a result. And I think other people get happy as a result of it. But what do you do when you start making mistakes and you start doing things to also screw over others because you're trying to find some cheap way to get past the corporate model that racks in all the money when you're just trying to find a way to scrap up a couple, put a couple of quarters. That's what this show is going to be all about. And I hope to go ahead and focus on all different forms of conformity across the board. But what I don't want to do is turn political. As much as, I, as much as possible. Because who wants to talk about it? It's like religion. It's like abortion. Who wants to talk about politics? There are people that do that. Go look on YouTube for it. There's lots of voices out there for that. I don't want to do that. If I do talk about something that might have some political ramifications, it's not going to be because of the political part. It's going to be something else behind it. And for those of you that have heard me long enough, you know I'll talk about things like the Colin Kaepernick Nike ad or the Gillette ad because of the fact that there were things within those ad campaigns where there was some real good coming out of those but those were overshadowed by the stuff that had to be clickbait the stuff that needed to be out there to be noticed so that oh we can get some feigned outrage that'll get people to look at it so it's the negative route to find people to get involved with this and that's horrible it's like okay we're gonna use a dog whistle I don't even like using that phrase, but yeah, dog whistle. Just gets people, some people to just get feigned outrage, get all bothered and worked up into a lather, and then they're all concerned about something, but then the people that might care about it, or, or you know, there's going to be people that are going to be lost out on it. Like if Gillette, you know, people are not happy about the new Venus campaign or the best a man can be campaign. Meanwhile, a million dollars a year is going to be going for the next five years or so to the Boys and Girls Club, or with a Colin Kaepernick Nike ad a while back. When you saw that ad, you don't realize that they were going to be showcasing 30 different people over 30 years of the history of Nike. But Colin Kaepernick is such a lightning rod, that's why people talk about it. And I mentioned that on an interview I talked, uh, where I talked in a good two hours with, with Nicole Jordan, who works with, uh, she's the founder of Radix Collective, and I do that interview talking about journalism and PR, some things that go in between, and just journalism in, in general, yeah, and the decline of it. The decline of digital media and the integrity and the reputation that 
precedes it now as a result. And all the ramifications of, as, of what happened to it, the impact that's causing right now. That's all going to come up on the Broadcasters Podcast, part one of a two-part conversation when the cold Jordan starts. Tonight I'm going to record it. Well, it's already been recorded, but I'm going to put it in tonight's program, which will be available late tonight, early Friday morning at broadcasterspodcast.com. I also hope to move the site over to a permanent host. And I'm glad the King of Podcasts website has also got some good news because we finally moved up the PHP. The hosting is much better now. The site should run much faster than before. And I was able to do a lot of plug-in updates, so that's great. The site's rocking and rolling right now. I hope to get the Broadcasters Podcast moved over to that host as well and get that taken care of. All right, so a couple things I wanted to bring up in the meantime that I'm not going to throw on the Broadcasters Podcast tonight. So, Movie Pass in one year have lost 90% of their subscribers. They had 3 million subscribers at one point paying $10 a month so they could watch new movies. Anytime they want for a month. I think up to four movies. I don't even know how they're going to pull that racket off. But like that means MoviePass had to spend money themselves to make good on the cost of the tickets. So they thought they were going to do this lawsuit and a lot of people were going to go buy into it. And they were going to say, yeah, oh, we want to do this. Well, that didn't work. So what happened instead? They get screwed. And then as a result of putting this low price point and screwing over the movie theaters as a matter of fact, the other movie theaters start creating their own monthly plans. AMC comes in and does a monster job with a plan called A-List. And I think it's, what, $20 to $30 a month? And you get, you know, in some cases, limited movies, or you get a certain amount of movies, you get certain deals on certain days, and it's a real subscription plan. So for AMC, that worked out great, and that was forced by competition. So MoviePass now has about 225,000 subscribers, and MoviePass had to jack up their prices. They've also had to take in a lot of debt, and they have had to almost go in near bankruptcy if they haven't already done already. They had to worry about that. That was pretty shitty right there. And that's what you get. For anybody that decided to do that, when I did my broadcaster's podcast, or when I started as Creative Not Corporate, well, a year and a half ago, roughly, I said, don't get on this movie pass. This is a mistake. You know, there's nothing thing there's said about going to the movie theater. And yes, if you're bringing a big group, yeah, it's going to cost some money to go. Like a concert or, or another event. So, I mean, for me, I can get away with spending maybe $25, $30 for myself if I really wanted to, to go spend at a show. Depending on what the price is for the movie, if I'm going to the big screen, the RPX, and IMAX, or getting the nicer seats, whatever it is. Or if it's a 3D movie. Or depending on what concessions I decide to get. But rewards points work perfect for me through where I go through, through my regal cinema. My only problem with with the movies right now is there haven't been a lot of good movies to go watch. Again, I've seen very limited amount of movies this year. It's been a bad year for movies. It's been a bad year. I don't know how it's making money, but, you know, I just haven't seen that many movies. And nothing that I was like, oh, it was like... You know, I thought Shazam was good, but really, how about something that was like really critically acclaimed, something that makes you think, something that makes you like really something that stands out. And I'm not a horror movie guy. Yeah, there's been some movies that have come out for horror that I guess has done well, but not my thing. And some comedies that are not my thing either. 
that's fine. That's not for me. But all of that, and the idea that I wouldn't want to be able to do movie pass or one of these other uh, subscription deals unless the movies started coming out much more fast and furious. Because they're not. Like, it'd be nice to see two different options of movies, which, you know, normal years, there might be two movies I might go see on a Friday and Saturday, and I would go catch them and go see it. But we don't have that right now. They haven't given a lot of options. There's not a lot of movies to go watch on a regular basis. I don't know if the summertime is going to make any difference, but, you know, we're waiting. And some of the movies that are franchises, they're not looking that good. I mean, people are crapping on the Star Wars ninth movie that's coming out in December. And there's not a lot of people really up for that. And there's been blowback for Lion King, real real time movie. Uh, the real, I mean, they're uh, they're gonna do a Aladdin again, right? And that's a real time movie, real action, live action, excuse me. And then the same thing very soon, they're gonna do a live action, The Lady and the Tramp. So Disney just doesn't give a shit. They're just putting out stuff just to put it out, and that sucks. Like Disney just is just trying to cash cow as much as they can. So that's their problem there. Now on the broadcasters' point. I will talk digital streamers, network TV stuff, and the fight between acquiring talent for both models and who's trying to get who and who's doing better at. What I'm also going to talk about is, like I said, the interview with Nicole, and there's some other things to talk about when it comes to the Writers Guild Association of Talent Agents strike. I know the CAA just today. They're talking about how they are trying to keep the panic button down, the panic level down amongst their employees because, you know, if this strike actually happens, you know, we're going to talk about how the AT came back with a deal. Well, that's good, but we'll talk about that. And the CAs worry about if they're going to have to make some layoffs as a result because they're not going to have clients to work with, and that's going to hurt business for the agencies, which is the intent, isn't it? So there's that. And then finally... One of the story I want to bring up right now, which I think is fantastic. I just want to just point this across. I think it's one of the best things. Google and Amazon have finally buried the hatchet. They had a lot of issues where Amazon and Google were not working with each other in terms of sales. Google didn't want to work with Amazon in terms of selling products. And the same way going with Amazon the other way around. But now, Amazon Fire TV is going to be working with Google. It's going to be available through Google. But more important to me, Google Chromecast will soon have Amazon Prime Video. And that is huge news. I subscribe to Amazon Prime. I'd love to be able to see all those channels without having to watch it through a smart TV, through the certain features. If I can go ahead and just look at it and Chromecast it on my phone or wherever, or just watch it on my phone, that will be great. Because we know the proprietary technology for Chromecast is great. And that's what I was looking for. I don't want to go buy a Fire Stick. I don't want to. I was trying to do the thing with my smart TV, and that's not perfect, but it's there. And now I think with Google Chromecast taking over and now taking on this, I think it's just a win-win situation. I love it. So hopefully by the end of the year, Amazon Prime Video on Chromecast and the Google content, YouTube will make its way to Amazon, which is really cool. On top of that. There's two major companies. Like, why not work together and make some extra money and work off of each other? I like that. You know, some good harmony right there. So glad to hear all of that. Anyway, 
Broadcasters Podcast, by the way, there's a new Wrestling League of Real Podcast already put up. Today you can look for it right now at kingofpodcasts.com. Subscribe, please. And please rate and review. Hopefully I'll give it five stars and you'll put a nice review out for it. Broadcasters Podcast goes out also tonight. I'll have a new episode there for you. So you have that to listen to over the Easter weekend. And I hope you'll enjoy it. For now, I'm going to step away. And I hope you enjoy future editions of Conform This. I will talk later.